This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences. And now I'm excited about a new natural wellness line from Plus CBD, CBD Calm and CBD Sleep. CBD Calm helps ease tension, soothe irritability, and contributes to a greater sense of contentment through a blend of Plus CBD's award-winning full-spectrum CBD, plus L-theanine, and 5-HTP. CBD Sleep aids occasional sleeplessness with CBD plus melatonin, as well as soothing magnolia bark extract and relaxing lemon balm so you can get the rest you need and wake up alert and focused. Both products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's a weekly compendium of all the important health stories of the week. Plus, we take a more natural approach to things. Well, we combine the best of high-tech medicine and the best of natural, and we call it intelligent medicine. And that's what you're here for, 877-726-8255, our number. That's a number that uh, allows you to come directly into the doctor's office, and you can pose a question or share a comment. Lots going on on the health front this week, and uh, of course, big in the news is COVID, and we'll talk about COVID, we'll talk about uh, some other aspects of health, we'll talk about uh, a couple of studies that suggest that diet is going to be very, very important in terms of preventing Alzheimer's disease, lots of evidence to that effect. Also, uh, does it appear that uh, people are driving kind of crazy during uh, COVID and especially during the lockdowns? Well, <laughs> it's not your imagination, according to new research. And um, we're going to take a look at um, how blood sugar is related to susceptibility to COVID. Yeah, you know, we talk a lot about uh, vaccines and we talk a lot about uh, some of the new therapeutics, which we'll cover in today's program. But keeping your blood sugar optimal may be the single most important thing that is within your purview. Yeah, you can help to control it with diet and exercise. That's going to make you less vulnerable to getting real sick or dying from COVID. 877-726-8255, our number and uh, very, very interesting week in terms of COVID because uh, lots of mandates, uh, lots of proposals to restrict air travel to only the vaccinated. Uh, there's a vaccine mandate on its way for school kids in California from kindergarten to age 12 in both public and private schools. And yet the numbers are declining in terms of cases, hospitalizations, and deaths across the country. And um, if not, if it's not the beginning of the end, 
That's a term that's often bandied about. Is it the beginning of the end? Is it the beginning of the end? Well, it may be. But if it's not the beginning of the end, it's certainly the end of the middle when it comes to COVID, from my perspective. More people are getting the vaccine, and natural immunity is taking its course because uh, whether people have been vaccinated or whether they're unvaccinated, more people are getting COVID, surviving COVID, and they've acquired natural immunity. And uh, as I mentioned last week on Last week's program is a, is a landmark study that's going to look at the degree to which natural immunity is a thing, and it may be even more pervasive than we think. We know a lot of people have had COVID. They know they've had COVID. Some people had something way back when, before we were testing for COVID. They say they were real sick in January or February of 2020, and that may have been COVID. Maybe their antibodies have waned, but they still have some protection because uh, deep down in their immune system, uh, B cell memory cells and T cell memory uh, can provide immunity, even in the absence of antibodies. Uh, it's cocktail talk in uh, upscale restaurants in Manhattan. What's your antibody? What's your antibody level? I had mine tested. Mine was 28. What's yours? Oh, mine's only 16. Oh, bummer. <laughs> it's the new status symbol. But uh, antibody levels may not give us the full picture on who has at least partial protection against severe COVID. Uh, there's a new drug that's on the launch pad. Uh, Merck has developed a drug called Molnupiravir. And it's uh, headed for emergency use authorization. Already the government has uh, queued up for uh, a million and a half doses, and they want to stockpile 10 million doses. We'll talk about that new drug. What is it? How does it work? What are its limitations? But there's a, a great new article in the Wall Street Journal. Perhaps some of you have seen it. Uh, came out a couple of days ago. Headline, COVID will soon be endemic, thank goodness. Um, and what does endemic mean? Well, an epidemic is widespread disease in a region. A pandemic is the whole world across the globe. Um, and a disease is endemic when it is manageable. It occurs sporadically. There are occasional outbreaks. Uh, but it's not going to be an undue burden on hospitals or other healthcare resources. And that's where COVID is headed, according to, uh, the, the author of this op-ed in the Wall Street Journal. She's Dr. Monica Gandhi. Yeah, like Mahatma Gandhi. Uh, maybe some relation. She's an infectious disease physician and a professor of medicine at the University of California, San Francisco. And, uh, she writes that um, we have for a long time pursued a zero COVID approach to COVID. We want to crush COVID. We want to eradicate it. Uh, we want to wipe it from the face of the earth. And um, many countries have pursued this. In particular, we've seen it's going on in uh, Australia. They have very few cases, but they've had enormous lockdowns there. Uh, New Zealand, it's an island nation. They basically uh, pulled up the drawbridges and turned themselves into a moated country to not allow any cases at all into New Zealand. That's not realistic for the United States with porous borders and lots of international travel. Uh, 
Um, I recently had a conversation with uh, a doctor uh, at a at a social gathering, and uh, he said, "Well, why don't we just get everybody vaccinated, and we can wipe out COVID, just like we wiped out smallpox." Well, we did. That's that's a disease that we eradicated through vaccination. It is the disease is essentially extinct, except perhaps for some vials of smallpox that are kept in clandestine laboratories as a potential germ warfare weapon. But uh, for all intents and purposes, we we got rid of smallpox. Well, according to Dr. Gandhi. Smallpox is a, an outlier. It's an exception. It's the only human disease that has ever been eradicated. And it, the reason is that it's had four characteristics that make it eradicable. There's the lack of an animal reservoir. No animals carry it. There are clear and distinct signs and symptoms so that when somebody has smallpox, it's real easy to isolate them and keep them out of general circulation. There's a short period of infectiousness, and once you have it, you have lifelong natural immunity if you survive. And plus now there's a highly effective vaccine. We don't give it anymore, but a lot of people have this little scar in their arms. Yeah, they look a little like a moon crater, and that's the scar of their smallpox vaccination that many of us older adults got when we were young. But SARS-CoV-2... The agent that causes COVID-19 is unlikely to be eradicated because it has animal reservoirs. There are animals that carry it, bats and maybe pangolins and other species. It has uh, a high level of transmissibility, especially the new Delta variant. And it's also kind of hard to detect because it looks for all the world like a flu or a cold. And so it's not that easy to isolate people with COVID. And it also has a a prolonged period of infectiousness. And some people who are asymptomatic or what's called pre-symptomatic, they don't know they have it yet, but they're still contagious. That creates a problem in terms of managing the disease and eradicating it. Now, a lot of people say, well, what about polio? Well, polio we contained measles we've contained, pertussis we've contained, but these diseases are still endemic because guess what? Not everybody is going to get vaccinated. Bottom line, let's be realistic. Not everybody is going to take the jab and perhaps for good reason. People have serious autoimmune conditions that make them worried about the vaccine effects, underlying conditions, or they've already had COVID and they have natural immunity, so they don't want to take the shot. So it's unlikely that we are going to eradicate it. Uh, We've tried social distancing, lockdowns, travel restrictions, uh, a lot of testing and contact tracing. And ultimately, they've, you know, we've done those things. They've been insufficient to control the virus in a sustained way. What is necessary is widespread immunity acquired via vaccines or natural infections. And that's beginning to happen. So they're saying in this article that um, the end of COVID will mean that the world will be able to return to normal. And and that may loom sooner than we think, maybe by spring or summer of 2022, 
Already some countries have dropped all restrictions. Denmark, Norway. Uh, more countries will follow suit. And uh, so we can defang SARS-CoV-2 by using some therapies that I'll talk about in just a moment. There's some promising therapies on the drawing board and also some of the things we can do to keep ourselves optimally immune. 877-726-8255, our number. And we'll return in just a moment with more Intelligent Medicine. Now more than ever, it is important to have a healthy immune system. Many health professionals agree that probiotics are a leading natural therapy for boosting immune health. Why? Because 70% of your body's immune cells reside in the GI tract. By taking a superior probiotic daily, like Dr. O'Hara's probiotics with their postbiotic metabolites, you can enhance your overall immune system and immune response. For additional immune support, get RegActive's immune formula to boost your glutathione levels, since our glutathione levels go down if we feel stressed. Maintaining glutathione levels is a key factor for natural defense. For a short-term immune boost, try Dr. O'Hara's Propolis Plus, which provides probiotic and immune support and includes Brazilian green propolis for superior antioxidant support and vitamin E, astaxanthin, and flax oil. Be proactive about your immune health. Ask your retailer today about Dr. O'Hara's probiotics, RegActive Immune Formula, and Dr. O'Hara's Propolis Plus today. Also available online. Do you suffer from numbness, tingling, burning, or pain in your feet and legs? It could be caused by something as simple and common as a B1 deficiency. This is Dr. Ronald Hoppen with a solution for low B1. Zobria. Zobria is a safe, effective, and clinically proven nutritional supplement containing a high-potency bioactive form of vitamin B1, which has been shown to reverse symptoms caused by low B1 with no side effects. Low B1 causes your nerve cells to stop functioning properly, resulting in numbness, tingling, burning, and pain in the feet and legs. It may also contribute to forgetfulness, loss of mental focus, fatigue, and loss of appetite. Restoring proper B1 levels has been shown to improve the functioning of these nerve cells. You can get Zobria risk-free by going to Z-O-B-R-I-A.com. That's Zobria.com and get 20% off with coupon code Hoffman at checkout. This offer is only available to Intelligent Medicine listeners. That's Zobria.com. Vitamin B1 perfected. Welcome back to Tillingen Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you. Our number 877-726-8255. And um, or let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the new developments on the COVID front. Um, there are now three vaccines, actually four if you count AstraZeneca, which is not yet authorized in the United States. But uh, and there are multiple vaccines across the world. Uh, but uh, the vaccines appear to confer only partial protection, and particularly in, ver- in view of the Delta variant, uh, which has shifted a little bit in terms of its uh, genetic material, uh, there's a lot of breakthrough infections. And so we need to work on therapeutics. And there's some promising therapeutics. In other words, okay, let's say you've been vaccinated, then you get uh, COVID again, or maybe you're unvaccinated, you're even more likely to get uh, have serious consequences. Uh, wouldn't it be great to have uh, a pill to take? Uh, well, we've got some treatments already, but uh, they're a little hard to administer. They're expensive. They're intravenous treatments, uh, monoclonal antibodies among them. Uh, 
things like uh, remdesivir, which is an antiviral medication. Uh, and by the way, the monoclonal antibodies, uh, one of the innovations this week is they're going to come up with uh, one that does not have to be given via IV infusion. It can be given as a shot. And so there's all kinds of variations on that theme. Uh, they block the virus once you've acquired it. Uh, remdesivir uh, kind of crashed and burned in terms of seriously ill patients, which is where we really want to have something. Uh, patients are already hospitalized, very sick, on ventilators, at death's door. They don't get much better with remdesivir. Like many antivirals, you have to give it early. Wouldn't it be nice if there was an oral antiviral? Well, along comes something called molnupiravir. It's a Merck drug. Uh, they're hastening to get an EUA, an emergency use authorization for it. Uh, it's a drug that uh, it's actually kind of old. It's been around since uh, the 70s. Russian and Polish researchers uh, sought to use it against smallpox, but that um, became obsolete. And it's been uh, kicking around. It uh, tricks the virus into taking it up and then it interferes with the virus's replication. Just like uh, Tamiflu, the flu drug, it needs to be administered early. Uh, what they say here is, uh, you know, let's say uh, your arm catches on fire and uh, you get a fire extinguisher and you put out the fire. It doesn't necessarily mean that uh, your arm is not damaged. you got to put that fire extinguisher on your arm pretty early to avoid damage. And that's uh, the way that this uh, molnupiravir uh, works. Uh, side effects seem to be pretty limited. Uh, it's being used in clinical trials in India. That's a proving ground for a lot of these drugs. And uh, it'll have to be administered just when you test positive uh, early on or just when symptoms begin. Or maybe, say, somebody comes down with COVID and you want to prevent the family from coming down with COVID, uh, you could issue them the pills, uh, two pills, a day for five days is the dosage. Uh, already, uh, the government is uh, getting ready to stockpile molnupiravir. With uh, they already purchased a million and a half uh, doses, and they're going to try and get ten million doses into their stockpiles. And that's coming down the pike as uh, potentially a hedge against severe COVID. So, uh, yeah, we need uh, better vaccines, lots and lots of drugs, 20-plus drugs, including uh, nasal spray drugs are in the pipeline for COVID. So there's hope that um, this may be, if not the beginning of the end, it's the end of the middle for COVID. That would be welcome. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. 877-726-8255, or number if you have a question or if you want to comment. We're here. This is Intelligent Medicine. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences. And now I'm excited about a new natural wellness line from Plus CBD, CBD Calm and CBD Sleep. CBD Calm helps ease tension, soothe irritability, and contributes to a greater sense of contentment through a blend of Plus CBD's 
Company's award-winning full-spectrum CBD plus L-theanine and 5-HTP. CBD Sleep aids occasional sleeplessness with CBD plus melatonin as well as soothing magnolia bark extract and relaxing lemon balm so you can get the rest you need and wake up alert and focused. Both products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman. Welcome back to Television Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here, 877-726-8255, our number. We're going to take uh, some of the recorded calls in a couple of moments because, well, 877-726-8255 enables you to record a question 24-7, 365, not just during the confines of this program. And we'll take uh, some of those questions momentarily. But let me remind you that... One of the single biggest risk factors for a serious outcome with COVID is your blood sugar. And blood sugar is very germane to the risk of cardiovascular disease, brain disorders like Alzheimer's, and a myriad of health problems. So here we are, a country that subsists on sugary foods, processed foods, refined carbohydrates. And why, why are we so vulnerable to the COVID pandemic? Well, it has to do with our underlying health. And a couple of new studies uh, support that. Uh, this one just in, uh, it is the role of blood glucose levels in the severity of COVID-19. And what they found is that elevated blood glucose is the most likely single risk factor to explain why in otherwise healthy patients, disease severity is associated with age and known comorbidities. Well, all those comorbidities uh, usually have something to do with high blood sugar because so many Americans suffer from metabolic syndrome, uh, high cholesterol and low HDL high triglycerides, fatty liver, uh, and even if you don't have full-blown diabetes, and we know that we only see the tip of the iceberg of the diabetes pandemic uh, because unbeknownst to many of us, our blood sugar is dysregulated. It's borderline. It's kind of high, but not high enough to get the part of being cast as a diabetic, not official, but you're on your way. And so uh, in this study, uh, elevated blood glucose levels uh, affect the lungs. Uh, they cause dysregulations in the immune response, which enables cytokine storm. Uh, and uh, they conclude that elevated blood glucose can facilitate virtually every step of the SARS-CoV-2 infection. So um, there you have it. And uh, yet another study, this study early, early on, I noted this study uh, last year, already in May of 2020, they were noting that something called glycosylated hemoglobin is associated with systemic inflammation, hypercoagulability, and the prognosis of COVID-19 patients. study out of China, um, they found that one of the most important things to check when somebody gets hospitalized for COVID is what's the hemoglobin A1C? And there was uh, an absolute correlation. Um, there was uh, 
in patients with diabetes, the mortality rate in China, that is, early in the pandemic, was 28%. That's far higher than it is for ordinary folks, young and healthy with a good metabolism, where the mortality rate may be less than one-half of 1%. So uh, there you have blood sugar control. Blood sugar control. Blood sugar control. Very important with a healthy, low-carb diet. It can be plant-based, but it does require uh, protein and healthy fat in lieu of all those carbs that we're consuming. That's definitely the way to go. 877-726-8255, our number. And uh, let's take one of those recorded calls, Steve. Can you put it up? Hi, Dr. Hoffman. I have a question about statin drugs. I'm 72 years old and just had my annual physical and blood work. My doctor is now recommending that I take a statin drug because, he says, my 10-year cardiac risk is 18.6% based on the Framingham formula. My overall numbers are cholesterol 194, HDL 59, HDL 121, triglycerides 71, glucose 112, A1C 6.0. Do you think this is warranted in my case? Thank you. Wow, I feel like I'm back in the office today. This is uh, actually my uh, off day for (laughs) radio broadcasting. This is the kinds of questions that I contemplate all the time with patients who want a second opinion on whether to take a statin. And, uh, you know, the the Framingham study was the basis for um, a lot of our uh, interventions to lower cholesterol. And uh, while it is true that uh, a lot of patients with high cholesterol get heart disease, uh, a very high percentage of people with very low cholesterol uh, get heart attacks and die. And so cholesterol is not the end all and be all of cardiovascular wellness. Uh, there are many other factors, including the aforementioned blood sugar. I think that's actually a, a primacy in um, determining who's at risk. And so, uh, you know, I'd have to say um, I can't render an opinion based on the numbers you gave me, but uh, what you may need is a coronary, coronary calcium score. Uh, which you can obtain through a quick scan. It's easy, it's inexpensive, and that can determine whether you're well on your way to uh, cardiovascular problems because if you have a lot of plaque buildup, well, maybe, just maybe, you know, you're an older male uh, that, uh, you know, has a lot of certain risk factors. Uh, you don't have, in my opinion, those numbers did not convince me that you need to be on a statin. You know, we, we're on this um, jihad against cholesterol, and because we have these readily available cholesterol-lowering medications, um, they're, I think, indiscriminately prescribed. Whenever the cholesterol is a little high, they want to give you medication. And uh, if you have a zero plaque score on a coronary calcium scan, what's called an EBT scan, uh, you probably have very low risk. And you know, the other question is, you know, older adults um, do not respond as well to statins in terms of prevention. Uh, the ideal candidate may be a younger guy with familial high cholesterol who's got a lot of risk factors, and maybe they won't change their diet, maybe they won't exercise, you know. So, yeah, they need some additional protection, you know, like seat belts in a car that's going too fast. Uh, but um, I think lifestyle trumps statins for the most part in terms of uh, curtailing cardiovascular risk. And I prescribe them, but I prescribe them selectively when people show uh, high levels of risk. So there you have it. Uh, you know, without looking at all the other factors, I mean, there are 
blood tests that we do, LP little a, LP, LPLA2, which is a indicator of plaque formation risk, uh, homocysteine, uh, there's, there's all, you know, C-reactive protein, inflammation. That's a very, very important factor in terms of driving, uh, cardiovascular problems. So we need more data and we need to look at you, look at your lifestyle, look at your diet, uh, determine whether you really, and, and blood sugar. That's lacking in this analysis that you shared with me. All right. Um, you know, as you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep. Uh, I use CBD at night myself. Man, do I sleep deeply. And there's a lot going on. There's a lot of, you know, anxiety, fear, and apprehension around COVID especially. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences. You know, there's a lot of brands around, and you want a brand that is reliable, and delivers benefits and is safe and uh, properly prepared. So I'm excited to share with you a new natural wellness line from Plus CBD, CBD Calm and CBD Sleep. CBD Calm helps ease tension and soothe irritability. That's something you can take during the daytime. It won't produce drowsiness, unlike anti-anxiety meds. And it contributes to a greater sense of contentment through a blend of plus CBD's award-winning full-spectrum CBD plus L-theanine and 5-HTP. CBD sleep, on the other hand, aids occasional sleeplessness with CBD plus melatonin as well as soothing magnolia bark extract and relaxing lemon balm so you can get the rest you need and wake up alert and focused. Both products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order Visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30. Forget this, 30% off. That's special offer to our intelligent medicine listeners. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman. Use coupon code Hoffman30. Uh, this item has to do with your brain. And, you know, they keep coming up with uh, Alzheimer's drugs. There's a new one called Aduhelm. Very controversial because it's got a lot of side effects. Very expensive. It has to be injected. Needs monitoring. And uh, it's unclear whether over the long term it's really going to make a difference. But they proved it anyway because people are desperate for solutions for brain problems. Well, a couple of new studies. Uh, one is in the latest edition of the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, which I read every month. Adherence to dietary guidelines and cognitive decline from middle age. Uh, study was done in the Netherlands. Um, what they found is that the highest adherence to the Mediterranean diet, a diet rich in polyphenols. Polyphenols are really beneficial for the brain. These plant-based compounds uh, from uh, fresh fruits and vegetables. Uh, the, the highest intake of Mediterranean diet foods, including olive oil, of course, and um, fish rich in omega-3 fatty acids, associated with better cognitive function compared to the lowest third. Uh, for instance, at age 65, folks were two years cognitively younger with the right diet. Uh, there was a statistically significant 
a slower cognitive decline by 6 to 7 percent from age 55 to 75, slower cognitive decline, slower, I'm sorry, slower decline in processing speed. I'll take that. Do a lot of processing. 18 percent uh, slower decline. And uh, there was a 10 percent uh, improvement in what's called cognitive flexibility. <laughs> People get a little set in their ways and stuck. Uh, another study, uh, which is called, it, it's based on the MIND diet, uh, which is a hybrid of the Mediterranean diet and the DASH diet, which is a diet for hypertension. Uh, what they found is that um, a study at Rush University in Illinois found that participants who followed the MIND diet, even moderately, had better cognitive functioning later in life, and uh, they uh, maintained cognitive function. Uh, even when they were uh, accumulating amyloid plaque in their brain. I mean, that's thought to be the sine qua non for Alzheimer's. Nonetheless, they did better uh, by eating more leafy vegetables, berries, nuts, olive oil, uh, and fish, uh, providing some protection from cognitive decline. So the MIND diet's getting a lot of headlines about um, as to prevention of cognitive decline, which is something we all want to do as we live longer. We don't want to be cognitively impaired in our later years. 877-726-8255, our number. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. This is Intelligent Medicine. As an Intelligent Medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional-grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical-grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site, it's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant, and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll also receive free shipping on all of your store orders. That's drhoffmanstore.com. drhoffmanstore.com. Naturally occurring black pigments in vegetables, spices, and seeds have been found to have powerful anti-inflammatory effects. Hi, this is Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and I'm excited about what I think may be the next big thing in anti-inflammatory supplements, a brand new all-natural daily preventative against a host of possible inflammatory issues. Black for Health Liquid Extract from Future Farm Botanicals. Black for Health combines four plant-based foods, black garlic, black radish root, black cumin seed, and black peppercorn containing high levels of body-ready healing botanicals. Black for Health supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, and weight management, circulation, and immunity. It's a tasty supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information or to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's myfuture. Farm, P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. 
Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here, 877-726-8255. And a little postscript to uh, the couple of studies I shared with you on the mind diet uh, and the benefits of uh, healthy eating for the brain to prevent cognitive decline. Uh, new study. It was a randomized and double-blind placebo-controlled clinical trial looking at the effects of folic acid and DHA, DHA, docosohexaenoic acid, which is a component of fish oil, you know, EPA, DHA. Um, they looked at um, either folic acid or DHA or folic acid plus DHA in combination uh, versus a control in 160 older adults with mild cognitive impairment, sometimes abbreviated MCI. It's so prevalent that it has its own acronym, MCI. And uh, they also looked at levels of amyloid uh, peptide biomarkers. The amyloid is the gunk that uh, accumulates in your brain as your mind deteriorates. And they measured cognitive fu function at six months. Um, so the amounts were pretty trivial. Uh, 800 micrograms of folic acid or... 800 milligrams of DHA per day, one or the other or both. And what they found was um, their combined use showed the largest improvements in several parameters, arithmetic, block design, and picture arrangement, suggesting that they work together in a complementary fashion. And then they measured uh, also methylation, uh, as well as reductions in the stuff that causes uh, the tangles that accumulate in your brain, the amyloid accumulation. And uh, it, it made a difference, just those things alone. And now, if you look at the Mediterranean diet, it is high in folates, dietary folates. The word is related to foliage, right? So green leafy vegetables have a lot of folate. So too does liver, so it's not confined to the plant kingdom. And uh, DHA, DHA you get from oily fish. And so, but just those two alone made a difference in this study. Now, it turns out you had to keep using it, because at the end of the study, the uh, progression towards cognitive decline accelerated. So it, the results were not lasting at 12 months already, the uh, benefits were waning. So there you have it when it comes to prevention. Let's take a call. Let's uh, queue up one of our recorded questions. Hi, Dr. Hoffman. Is it true that seltzer, just plain seltzer, is bad for your bones? I have osteoporosis and I'm on prolia and someone told me that I shouldn't be drinking seltzer. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, you know, it's an interesting question because, uh, you know, let's look at... Uh, what seltzer is. Seltzer is basically carbonated water, and it has um, carbon dioxide in it. And so it's um, it, it, it probably is not going to have an effect on your bone. I mean, it has a little bit of an acid tang on your tongue. Uh, I love to drink seltzer. It's guzzle seltzer, uh, just plain seltzer, without sugar, without caffeine, uh, without, uh, you know, all the stuff that's in uh, soda. Now, so I think what your friend is conflating is the negative effects of um, 
soda, particularly cola beverages on the bone, and that is known, is that uh, those beverages contain a high amount of what's called phosphoric acid. And high amounts of phosphate uh, promote um, bone loss. That's one of the reasons why uh, patients on dialysis, they often have uh, high phosph phosphorus levels. Uh, they have a host of problems, including a much higher risk for osteoporosis because uh, they can't control. Uh, usually the kidneys control your phosphorus levels uh, unless you're consuming an enormous amount of dietary phosphorus. Uh, which and the single biggest culprit in the American diet is people guzzling those cola beverages that uh, contain a high amount of phosphoric acid. The carbon dioxide bubbles, those are not the problem. It's the phosphoric acid in sodas, including diet sodas, by the way, that um, can contribute to bone loss acceleration. So uh, drink away, you know, have yourselves uh, some sparkling Perrier. Uh, put a couple of drops of, uh, you know, your favorite fruit juice or, you know, some of this, get a little flavor. Don't go overboard in the sugar. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, 877-726-8255, our number. Stay tuned for another hour of the Intelligent Medicine.